<laughs> I feel like doing this whole episode in an English accent, but I'm yeah. not going to. Well done. Not well going done. to. Well Cheerio. done. Grand. <laughs> Grand. <laughs> Listen, Stand why are we doing jokes. all this? <laughs> I know, I know. Why are we doing all this? I know, you, listeners, you're probably like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it is no secret. The Crown has been released. Oh my goodness. <laughs> on Netflix, but we're going to work our way up to that wonderfully anticipated release. I mean, for me, as far as TV shows go, it went Stranger Things and The Crown. Oh. <laughs> Meaning, like, I wanted to see those two uh, shows, like, immediately. Like, why are we waiting? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So let us get on with TV's. Beginnings, middles, and ends, oh. as you have so eloquently categorized this critic. From hiatus, Grey's Anatomy is, is or not from hiatus, a lot of shows have gone on hiatus, but mm-hmm. we did catch, or you did catch, an episode of Grey's Anatomy, and you're completely caught up. What is going on with Meredith and this situation? Well, you know, really what's happened um, Joe, um, the character Joe, and what we had in this half, not even half, but in this early portion of Grey's Anatomy season 14, is we're seeing from season 13 how uh, she is married, um, her husband's abusive, she's gone into hiding from him, um, and the question is, does he catch up to her? And because what's happened is, since she's in hiding, she cannot put herself out there in the medical community. She's a wonderful doctor. She's working with Meredith on groundbreaking work, but she can't put her face on it. So the question is, can she do that and still be safe? So that's really where we end. Of course, in Grey's Anatomy, there's all kinds of things going on, but that's the thing weeks later, after they went on hiatus, that sticks with me from this season. And I just want to tell everyone that Grey's Anatomy is in its renaissance. It really is. It still is. Um, I'm really enjoying it for network TV. I feel safe watching it now. The cast has always been well done. I think that the writing is now supporting them appropriately. If you want to see a medical soap opera done really well, this is it. So I'll tell all of you, if you used to be a Grey's head and you fell away like most of us did, you can come on back if you want spot check it. It's fine. You'll be okay. You'll figure it out. And I think that right now they do have their finger on the pulses of the storylines that matter. So, okay. Hopefully this just keeps going. Thank you, Shonda. Thanks to everyone working on Grey's Anatomy. Debbie L. Yay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Scandal, which is another Shondaland production along with ABC, is in its final season now mm. they are not they're not done we're not this isn't the finale we're talking about it right. is the final season and they've got a lot of wrapping up to do there are a lot of loose ends in season six namely um we have uh carrie washington's character olivia is in a certain position Oh, that has been been in the family for quite. How do you know that? Now, How do you know? <laughs> I know things. I know things. 
So where are we with Scandal? What's going on here? Well, where they left is Scandal. So you know they left us with some <laughs> moment. And Quinn, oh, everybody. Wow. Oh yeah, uh-huh. Quinn, everybody, who we know started as, oh, I don't know what's going on. Please show me the ropes. But was she really like that? Mm-hmm. Well, now she's taken over for Olivia at OPA. Now it is QPA. Olivia is the chief of staff for Melly, who's now the president. And Cyrus is the vice president. Okay. Now, at the end of this first half of the final season, Quinn has been kidnapped. She is kidnapped on her way to her wedding, and she is pregnant. And this is after she's had it out with Olivia for Olivia's decisions on certain things. I won't give everything away. Did Olivia kidnap her? Did someone else, did she kidnap herself? Is she alive or dead? Well, involved in this is not only Olivia, but also Papa Pope. Because Olivia has a role that he wants back. Can he get it back? Yep. Now, throughout the season, everybody's looking at Olivia like, oh, you are different. You've gone to the dark side. You've gone too far. Can we pull you back? This is tested by Papa Pope. And I'll leave you with this, everybody. Somebody comes back. Of course. Who might be related. To give Livy Baby a lesson <laughs> on how to <laughs> we do know. it. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, at the end of this season, there's a question mark on whether some whether Quinn is alive or dead, and who's involved. So look, this is how you end Scandal. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're gonna do it. <laughs> oh, okay. shucks. Moving on to NBC's The Blacklist, oh. which is in its fifth season. It's coming back, but right now they're taking a break. We know not that James Spader and his... Uh, Redmond, who is now fully, we know he, he's got a daughter. Yeah. <laughs> we knew he had a daughter. Yeah. But at, at this point, um, it's out in the open. So the question really is how far is she willing to go? That's right. With daddy. With daddy. With daddy. And we talked about this. Now, at the up to the hiatus point for this show, someone is dead, we think. Dun, dun, dun. Who is it? That's what I leave you with. Now. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Come on. I'm sorry. I can't go further. But I'll tell you this. In this season, more than most, we really get more of Red. I think they're resigning themselves to understanding that this show, it's not The Blacklist. It's Raymond Reddington. That's the show. So as long as he is the center <laughs> of the o- orbit, everything is fine. So I, I enjoy watching it, it should that be called way. the red list. It, yes, very good. <laughs> Love that. So that's what they can do. I hope they continue on this trajectory and we'll be fine. And the character who may or may not be dead doesn't really matter to me. Sorry. Now he or she is a pivotal character. <laughs> but as long as red is alive, I'm down with the blacklist. Hey, come on. This is us. We're both caught up on it. I'm going to take the reins on this one. Uh oh, oh. Because I am finally caught up on a show that you are too. <laughs> 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 
this season we see uh, the beautiful family as um, it. We'll just say the past world and the current world. But this yeah. is us. We all know that um, in the current world, we've got a new addition to. Now, see, now you have to help me out with everybody's names. I call them number three, but it's Sterling characters. Randall. Randall's family has a new addition, and we and you you alluded to that. They've mm-hmm. taken in a foster child, Deja. She's been through the reins, and we see how he has to resolve to himself the the, the type of decisions that his mother made with him. Are these going to be the same decisions that he's going to make with this new foster child? Yeah. He and his wife and the whole family embrace this girl, but the question is, we're left with. Is this a foster care situation? Is it going to lead to adoption? Or does the mother come back and demand for her child back? And so there's a whole ordeal with that. Moving on to the sister. She is pregnant, engaged, happy, wonderful, but something does happen in this season to where she needs to make some adjustments due to an accident. Now, I'm not going to tell you what happens as the result of the accident, but she has to face her demons now um, because she and her fiancé have lost um, hope in, or what it seems like lost hope in getting on with a family. Or have they lost hope? Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. And then, of course, poor Kevin. Oh, God. Oh, he has the sweats. Kevin has got a problem on his hands. He's he's repeating some of the sins of his father, but in a different form, we'll say. Mm -hmm. And he finds himself back in his hometown among his um, home crew people. And we find out that the rock star Kevin had a serious issue that happened to him as a child that resurfaces and, and visits him again. And he has to face the fact that, is he going to move on with his career and his life and his relationships? Or is he going to throw it down the drain and repeat the sin of his father? And then meanwhile, in the past, we see more and more how the father and the mother really shape their children to face their current situations. Now, we've realized that Jack is kicking um, his alcohol problem and he's doing it well, but there's a price that he has to pay because he was an alcoholic. He's got to pay the price. And then we get a sneak peek on whether, you know, Jack may not be the only sibling among them. We we get a glimpse at another person who was in his life um, that uh, was in the Vietnam War. So that's This Is Us. It was really clever at the very um, last three episodes. They call it one, two, and three, and it focuses on each of the kids. So yeah. I would say with This Is Us, you're not gonna miss anything terribly, but if you want to start and binge while they're on hiatus, you won't be disappointed. No, and I think in this second season they're really um, moving forward in a nice way. And the Randall storyline, I'll just leave. Yes, leave it here. The Randall storyline by itself could be a show. I, well, we all agree. I think everybody in the nation agrees with yeah. that. Especially the Emmys. Uh, Moving on to CW, (laughs) The Flash, which is, it's it's speedily out of here and it's speedily coming back on the 16th. Now, (laughs) here's the situation. You're, you're, you said in the past, you're a flasher. Wait, wait, hold on. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not that guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
unquote flash, that. unquote er. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Critic doesn't flash people, but no. If, if we're talking about the, the type of shows that CW has put out, you would go. I would have to burn my <laughs> trench coat after that. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, this season to me, what is not quite settled yet. It took a little while for them to really find it, but they did find it in a villain who essentially is a genius. That's his superpower. Now, physically, he pays the price for this, and we see his storyline. And it started because he was a professor. He wanted his students to really get his lessons. So he went on a quest for that. He uh, knew how to take advantage of the whole thing that happened to create these metahumans in this universe. Mm -hmm. So there you go. He has a wife who's also brilliant. She doesn't have superpowers, but she's brilliant. And she helps him along the way. So he can see what's coming before it comes. Mm -hmm. He has predictive power and that puts him in maximum control. So how can the Flash beat this guy who can see him coming a mile away? Literally and figuratively. Met his match. Yes. So at at this point in the hiatus, that's really the question. Yeah, the question is, can the Flash get out of a very hairy situation that he's found himself in without even knowing it? So we end right on that moment where the Flash might be in big, big trouble. And I won't bum, tell bum, you what bum. kind. CW also has Legends, or sorry, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. It's in its second season, or no, third season. Third. And it's one of those shows where I've heard you talk about Critic in the past, where it's not anything to write home about. Mm-hmm. Because these are not the justice. Um, it's not the justice ensemble. Yeah. But it sort of is the TV version. It's almost like the defenders yeah. of of the DC world, so to speak. Yeah, with a little with humor. Yes. <laughs> okay. So at this point, one of the team members is dead. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. Now, in the last episode before hiatus, we see that they tried to get him or her back. Because remember, they're time travelers. Mm -hmm. So can they find a loophole where they don't destroy time? Because this whole season is about them trying to fix time aberrations. Because last season they were out of time? Or they were... They they caused some problems. Gotcha. Okay, I'm caught up with you. Yeah, they caused the dinosaurs in LA, for instance. Okay. And other things. (laughs) So there's a time bureau that was created by the man who brought them together. So he created this time bureau to fix their problems and to keep them out of it. Now we can see throughout the season that that doesn't always work because they have particular skills, even though some of them are complete idiots. They do have (laughs) some geniuses and they do make all kinds of mistakes, but in certain moments you need their skills. So the Time Bureau goes through a shift in opinion to them, a shift in power as well. And at the end of the season again, or not end of the season, at this point in the season at hiatus, one of the characters is dead. Can they get him or her back without ruining time? Also, 
another member as a result leaves the team. Oh no, they're in shambles. Well, talk about shambles. Let's talk about AMC's The Walking Dead. And to be quite honest with you, After last season's finale, I, I we have tigers and all sorts of interesting <laughs> animals. Where I I, I want to know like how do we get from last season to now, and then going into the next eight episodes? Because there was a lot going on when yeah. it ended last season. Yeah, and right now, everyone, just so you know, we're recording right after um, the mid-season finale aired. Now your trusty critic has seen this. And here's what's going in. What what season is this? Let me just take a look. I mean, at this season point, eight. we're at season eight. Yeah. It's on. That should be the title of this season. This is the last stand. It is Rick and company versus Negan. And it's a war. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And I assume the whole season is just gonna be a prolonged war. Who's going to win? Of course, it starts off with Nick, the widow, they call her now, and the king versus Negan. And they get out to a great start. They surprise Negan. They put him and his uh, members into traps. But of course, Negan has all kinds of things up his sleeve. Oh, Negan. He has one of their members as a hostage. He also has a former uh, person who was uh, with them working for him now. who's a traitor and who figures things out to get him out of certain jams that Rick and company has put him in. Mm -hmm. As a result, they are in the height of danger, but they are not helpless. They now do have ways to fight back. They have brought together a coalition. They're continuing to try to do that to stop Negan. And that doesn't always go off uh, without a hitch. Of course, this is the walking dead. So at this halfway mark, somebody is dead. Oh dear. Now you can see this coming a mile away. You know someone's gonna die. And in the episode, I knew who it was gonna be. Uh, This is is a pivotal character. Um, And we'll see how this changes things in the second half of the season. But I'll just tell you this, ref and everybody. Okay. I, I mentioned my complete loathing of Negan. And I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays him. That's the only thing that keeps me watching, that he's the character. I can't stand Negan. I want to jump into my TV and kill him (laughs) myself, along with the traitor who's working with him, who's now trying to redeem himself. Sit down and get out. Oh, my. Wow. As I'm watching this, I'm not in the show. When this show is at its best, it's gripping. You're with them. You're in it, even though you don't want to be. Right now, I'm just floating above it, watching, waiting for Negan to go away. That's oh. that's just it. It's not even that it's bad. I well, let me, can I ask you, yeah. is he a good villain? Is that what it is? Or it's just annoying? He's annoying. I don't like the character. I don't like the character. Like, there's certain villains that you laugh with, like you, you love to hate. I hate to hate Negan. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Like, his sense of humor is not funny. He's always laughing. And I get the point. I get what they're trying to do. But there are ways to do villains 
like Scar. Scar is a great example, which is Shakespearean, of course. Great example of a villain that you kind of love and you hate yourself for loving him. He's a horrible person. But take a look at The Lion King again, everybody. You Wait can't help but be entertained. How are we get here? <laughs> because you asked about these villains. <laughs> oh, Negan, I tell you, you know what? Listen, you the, the, the Walking Dead has got has worked the critic up in a froth. Yeah. So we're gonna move on. I, I want to defroth <laughs> him and move on to the to the season finale. Oh, Outlander. Oh, he stars. Sing you me a song and he's of been last that is gone. Listener, he's been singing Sing this that last. the entire time we've been together <laughs> tonight. He's just he is if I think if he could be cast in Outlander, he would drop the show, drop everything. I would. And you know what? <laughs> it's possible. Ooh. It is possible. Ooh. All right, now. In, at the end of season, let me just say, let me just say about season three about Lander. This is by uh -oh. far their best season. <gasps> Ooh. It's no longer as sluggish as it used to be, and there were reasons for that. You get the romance, you get the adventure. Every episode is something new. I mean, we got uh, Claire and Jamie, they were separated by time and space, brought back together. That moment was great. They went on a break right after that, which was brilliant. They bring it back. We see them now working back together, ha trying to figure out a way now to not only reconcile themselves with Jamie's family, because Claire can't say, oh, by the way, I went forward 200 years to raise my daughter and now I've come back. So she's told them I went to the colonies. Oh. Okay. And they're like, why didn't you tell us? So Jamie's sister's upset with her and so on. So all of this is reconciled, but in the process of this, uh, Jamie has become a successful businessman. Yes. After he was enslaved. What is happening? Well, he has people in high places who appreciate him. I won't tell you how. Uh -oh. Also, he got somebody else pregnant. He also- Ooh, Jamie. He married another woman. Because <gasps> remember, he thinks Claire is gone. Yeah, but mm -mm, no. so we see all of this stuff is is resolved. However, his um, nephew, who is you know he he's about eighteen probably, he's been kidnapped trying to get this box of jewels. Who kidnapped him? Sounds <laughs> so. I love it. Who kidnapped? Like this is and ref, you know, pole dark for you. <laughs> You know, it, it, it's not quite pole dark, but you could watch them back to back. This is a little more serious than pole dark, but still. So Jules. he, so, <laughs> so he is taken on a ship, and where is he taken? To the Caribbean. Oh. Jamie and Claire get on a ship to follow him. Oh, now, that's Claire, why you could be in it. Yeah. And there you go. Now Claire when she went forward in time 200 years, has become a surgeon. So this ship they're on encounters one of her majesty's ships, or his majesty, I don't know who's in charge there. I don't know who's the, the king or the queen the, the, at the time. Yes, yes. Whatever. She, since she's a surgeon, has to go over to the ship because they are they have a massive outbreak of some sort of uh, disease. 
She knows what it is. She fixes it. But this leads to a problem with Jamie. When they get to Caribbean, he's now wanted for murder. <laughs> what is going on? So they got to get out of this without him being caught. Get back the nephew from whom is the question. A major character from the past is back. Mm. And can they do all of this without it ending in a, a travesty? And I'll tell you at the very end of the season, we are at the college. Ooh. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Well, listen, we're going to end it here. This is part one <laughs> of the uh, TV catch-up. You can catch part two a little later on in the week. I tell you what, the award tonight goes to Jules. <laughs> <laughs> keep us, keep tuned right here. We'll catch you up on all the television shows that you know and love. Oh, boy.